0: Welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios at Silver Birch Ranch in the Northwoods of Wisconsin and we are the campus that is not only just a camp that hosts various camp opportunities whether it's for men's retreats, women's retreats, or uh, we actually have a father-son and a mother-daughter and a father-daughter as well but we also do scrapping if you're a scrapper. We do quilting if you're a quilter Uh, and then we do youth and family camps. We do a variety of stuff and we're not only a campus that offers that but we're also a The same campus that offers a one-year Bible college program that if you are looking to um, get further established in your understanding of who God is and want to spend a year um, taking some Bible courses along with having the opportunity to serve within Christian camping and really just grow, we have our Nicolay Bible Institute, which is just that which is an amazing opportunity to get away and and really grow and challenge, regardless of whatever area of life you want to go in. If you want to go into ministry or if you want to go into a full-time other vocation, it's it's just a a great foundation to establish your walk with God. Um, And actually, just down the road from us, we have uh, kind of a newer uh, endeavor called the Northwoods Retreat which we're trying to partner with, whether you're part of a life group um, or a youth group that want to come. It's on the Wolf River. It's gorgeous. And it's an opportunity we can come and just focus on discipleship and just doing life together. So if any of those interest you, I encourage you to head over to silverbridgeranch.org where you can find all of those ministries and links to them and find out more about what we do here. But it's an, it's a fun time. There's never a dull moment here, Dave.
1: And these th- this retreat, place that we're talking about. North yeah, Northwoods Retreat. North That's going to have a brand new dining hall meeting room in it, right? Yeah, by we're this actually, summer.
0: yeah, we're, we're putting in the footings now and we're getting ready to, to, to I mean, we're, technically the ground's already broken, but really start establishing that. And we're hoping that that'll be done by next summer. Yeah. They'll be able to host youth groups. And if you want to stay up to date on kind of that building going up. Head over to Northwoodsretreat.org and you can click the link on the building update and even partner with us. You know, one of the cool things about being here at Camp Dave, I've been here 11 years now and you've been here all the years. Yeah, well, you've been here
1: longer than 11. It's just 11 where you've lived here.
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah, I grew up coming here, which is true. But in the 11 that I've been living here year round, um, the thing that has probably humbled me the most is seeing how God provides for this place. So that ministry can happen
1: over and over again,
0: you know, because there's many times that we sit down and say, well, we could probably, there's a need here for X, Y, or Z. And it's like, well, if we feel like it's a need, let's trust God to provide. And we never know how that provision is going to come. And every time it's been different, but the cool thing, and you say this all the time is if you were to walk around camp, there's a story behind pretty much everything here Absolutely. on how God has been faithful and provided Um, through various means and opportunities and people. And so if you want to partner with us in any way, whether it's through prayer or even if you're in a position where you can support us financially, we'd love for you to to jump on board and buckle up for the ride of what God does in and through this place because we've been called to provide a place that you can get away and connect with God because we've seen that when you change your place, and change your pace, it challenges your perspective. And that's what we want to do. We want to come alongside and, and really be a catalyst so that you can grow in your walk with God.
1: Yep. Well, so. I used you, Jason, for an example in class today, even about... Uh, giftedness and what you uh, allow people to do, and you're always busy trying to figure out ways that we can change our program to help people get away. And yeah, so uh, we're doing some changes for our men's retreat. What are we doing different this yeah, year so in our men's retreat? We, which is for
0: the longest time we've done a banquet, which there's been nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, you put a big slab of meat on a plate and you serve it. But I would say that you know one of the things that we try to do is it's a men's retreat, and it's like, well, what would men enjoy? And the first thing that comes to mind is a barbecue. Yep. You get out a big old smoker and you smoke some meat. Yep. So that's what we're going to do for the very first time. We're going to host a full-on Silver Beach Ranch barbecue for a men's retreat. And so this afternoon, I'm getting ready to to rub down some meat. I think we're we're smoking up. If there's any men listening, you're about to salivate. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're I think we're doing 150 pounds of pork butt and uh, just about 100 pounds of brisket. Oh, fun. Um, and so there'll be plenty of food to go around. And uh, and the reason we do that is because uh, it brings people together, you know, and in this case, it'll bring men together and we're going to do it outside. We're going to have things for the picnic tables, axe throwing, all that stuff. Why? Because it's relationships. Yep. And through those relationships, conversations happen. And like I said before, we want to be a place that provides space for growth and discipleship and hopefully as these men come up whether they're coming up with their men's group or whether they're coming up with just a group of guys it's it's really in the conversations around the meals around the campfires around just being in nature that allow them to to process what god is doing in their lives and that's that's our hope we want to be that place that that draws you back to god or or helps you make that connection
1: yeah and if you're interested in that i encourage you to Be looking. We have a men's retreat in the fall. We have one in the spring and uh, various other retreats. But uh, the men is the one we're talking about now, and this new change should be kind of exciting and fun. And hopefully the weather's nice outside. And it looks like for this first one that uh, we're making a change, it will be, so it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, you also work with hundreds, if not thousands, of young people throughout the summer. Yeah. And you notice things that um, are, are getting in the way of people learning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, wh- what what is it that you looked at throughout the summer and said, "I wish this wasn't here." Phones. Phones. That didn't take you long to answer. No,
0: no I'm ready to. Uh, and we've had conversations where we're at the point where, in order for camp to be camp and, and young people to enjoy it, phones need to not be an option. Yeah.
1: And why? What What are phones doing? Do they disturb what?
0: They disturb everything. They disturb what's what. Uh, they disturb relationships. You know, and so I think our young people, um, not even just young people, I think people in general, we've become accustomed to using the phone as a crutch instead of engaging in relationships. Um, I think if we face any situation where we feel any anywhere socially awkward, we turn to our phone. Uh, We're distracted by phones. Um, If it's in our pocket, oftentimes there might not even be a notification, but we feel a notification. Um, right. Because we're so accustomed to having it there, but it, it just distracts us for from unplugging and really just enjoying being outside. And I've this summer I've seen it the most. I would say the year after COVID, I didn't really see it because I think people were just sick of it. But now that COVID has weathered a few years, you, and and we see more and more technology and all that, it's 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 come to a tipping point where it's like, wow, we this is not healthy. Right. And we need to do something. Do something to challenge that. Yeah, well
1: as I'm as we're talking to people over the air right now, I'm encouraging all of you to limit time on your phone. Yeah. To just turn it off at times and, and ignore the fact that you have one.
0: Yeah, and it takes intentionality. Like I even think of myself and my phone. I mean I, I mean there's good good and bad to everything, you know, and, and obviously you can be efficient with your phone, but when I get home, I try to make a conscious decision to put my phone on the counter or wherever because if I, if it's in my pocket and if it goes off or something, I'll, I'll look at it. Right. And so I have to make a conscious decision, be like, you know, I'm just going to put it away. Cause if I don't see it, I don't think about it. And that's okay. It's okay not to reply to messages and leave it. It's yep. okay to, you know, and I think our culture is, is spoken differently. Like I get some people that text me if I don't text them back, they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, you need to know that when you text me, I may or may not reply right away. Right. Because it all depends on what I'm doing. Right. You know? And that's why I encourage people to email me. Right. Because it's like if you really need something, call me if it's that important. Or just leave me a message and right. I'll get back to it when you need it. Right. Why? Because we can't allow the instant to control us.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's 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 interesting for me to watch all that dynamic take place because you know, years ago you would have thought, oh, it's great you can communicate with people. But really, when someone comes up here, you know what I usually tell them if they're a young person. I say, you know what, not only the change of place, pace, perspective, but w- if you're going to have a great time here, y- you want to learn about God. You want to make a new friend. You want to try something new. Now, when you put those dynamics together, yeah, okay, people who bring a phone up, they're not really meeting anyone new. They keep talking to the people they already know. Right. They're not making the new friends; they're just informing the old friends of whatever and trying to get the old friends to be wowed by their experience at camp. So yeah. it's like, you know what? L- let's not do that. I'm trying to get you to make new friends.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's the something that I that I that drives me crazy. And and maybe this might challenge you even as a listener, is we no longer live and enjoy the moments. Right. You know, and I've seen this hundreds of times even you know when i like i took my son to a a concert in the spring we went to a a King country concert
1: okay
0: and like i made a conscious effort just to enjoy the moment but so often the instantaneous move by nearly everyone is let me pull out my phone and record this right like honestly and and i like i said this might offend people put it down like, you're there. Enjoy the moment. If you want to take a picture afterwards to remember it, do that. If you want to watch it through a screen, then don't pay to go. Right. You know, because here's the reality of it. You'll record it, and it'll sit on your phone or a hard drive, and you'll never go back to it. Maybe right. once. But enjoy the moment Unless you you're have trying to people. impress somebody to show right. them. Right. It's like, really? You know, and so, because, I mean, that's what I get as an excuse sometimes with, with phones and camp. It's like, well, I want to take pictures. Well... How enjoy it, yeah. Just enjoy it, and and take a picture afterwards, or we have, have your prof- parents
1: drop you off and take a picture. We have a professional team out there taking pictures, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. and and so I would say do that, you know, or do like do like the olden days. I remember getting sent to camp with the disposable camera, you know, or whatever yeah. it is, you know. I'll buy a cheap digital camera, but take the distraction away, um, and and like I said, many of you might be listening, fully disagreeing with me, but I would challenge you to observe how much. Time and effort go into your phone or your children's phone and tell me how much of that is beneficial versus harmful. And I think that it might actually challenge all of our perspectives.
1: You know, instead of taking pictures to record what's going on in life, why don't you start a journal? Yeah. That way you have to write. Yeah. and, And you have to get some skills. Yeah. Totally. And like and I, say, I know like, someone might be yeah. saying, well, I'm getting skills taking pictures. No, yeah. that's not what I'm talking and about. And there is a place for pictures. There is.
0: But let's be honest. The, the quantity of pictures that we've taken now that it's digital is astronomical. Right. And, and probably 95% of them sit on a hard drive or our phone somewhere without being printed. Right. Realistically. Whereas pictures in your day, you would actually print them out, put them in a photo album. Like, if you're actually doing something with your photos, awesome. I get it.
1: And you had to pay for each picture. Oh, yeah. I so remember that. You were more careful <laughs> about right. taking them. It wasn't like I took 30 pictures of the same thing. It was, no, I got to be careful because if I get 30 of these, I'm paying for each one that comes.
0: <laughs> so this is a tangent, but it, it made me wonder as a kid, you know, because back in the day, you get it developed and they send you the negatives. How many people actually took the negatives back to get reprinted? Yeah. Did you ever?
1: Oh, yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just because of camp. Because, because we would have the boxes or you would end up uh, getting them all done in slides. Right. Which is negatives in a way. Yeah, in and a way. And you could take the slide back and get a picture out oh. of it. So in and, and that was because there were two I'm I'm of the generation where when you went and did a promo it was slides.
0: Sure. I I mean I do remember So slides, we yeah. needed
1: slides in order to do promos for camp and yeah. then if you wanted a picture you could get a picture made from a slide. Or a negative so that you would get a picture, but then it would cost you an arm and a leg to get a picture blown up. Right. You know. Still does. For a display. To an you right. know, I mean, that kind of thing. So so I actually did use negatives. Yeah. Um, you'd get uh sometimes we would just get the proof sheet.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And then you add all the negatives. So you'd get the proof sheet because otherwise you'd pay for a proof sheet, but if you paid for all the pictures Yeah, uh, sure. You go broke. Yeah. That's so true. then you pick the three or four. Three or four, mind you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that were worthy of pictures. Yeah, and you'd get those made. Right, and then you'd wait for them because it took about a week. Oh, totally. You know? Well,
0: and and I'm I'm subject to my own demise too because like if I were to pick up my phone and look how many pictures I have on it, now given I've had my phone for four years, which is probably odd in most cases, but there's probably over 2,500 photos. Yeah, and he asked me how many of those are printed. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, eight. Yeah. Well, you know, it's because we always like my wife and I are like, oh, we should get some printed, and we just need to, you know, we never yeah. do.
1: Well, what's what's funny is either when my kids or uh, I, I was teaching something over at camp to junior campers, and using my um, iPad, and I was switching from one thing to another so they could see like the bottom and they could see where the text and the mail was, and all of a sudden I heard heard the girls groan, and I'm saying what. Dave, tell me, you don't have 800 emails you haven't looked at, do you? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, I guess I do. Um, Sorry. yeah, Or whatever the number was. I don't remember the number exactly, but it was a a big number. And then they started looking at how many texts I haven't answered. And it's like, let's get back to what we were talking about here. That's right. No, I'm of the generation where I'm not into that too much and and i warned our students today actually i said you know feel free you could text me but understand something as a public person don't get my number out and i usually if i don't know the number i delete it before i read it mm. yeah oh, i i don't i'm not interested right I, I, my phone is not about me making new friends my right. phone is to communicate with those i know mm-hmm. in a way that's meaningful and so there's an awful lot on there I I do know that when my daughter comes up she's exasperated by me cuz she'll go through my phone and just to eliminate all <laughs> kinds of things. And and I'm thinking I really don't care. And then yeah. I I don't have a real smart smartphone. I have a smartphone but not that smart. I I don't know how you rate them but it's not that smart. Mine mine's kind of in the the C range if you're the going C- to <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mine, boy. mine's mine's just an average smartphone. That's hilarious. You know what? But we said there were four things and and the and the and the it stops those you know number one you're trying to get people to listen to the messages about god to talk have good discussions if if you're getting any buzzing on your phone you're out you're done yeah Uh, the second is make a new friend i've seen how it's affected that yeah the next thing is learn something new and i've seen how it's affected that because in order to learn something new you need to put yourself in a position where you can fail yeah and, you know, if we get a call from a parent saying, my, my child's all nervous about this or whatever does it it's like, well, how in the world do you even know? Right. You need to let your child make decisions without you. Now, again, parents might be listening and saying, you're trying to take my responsibility away. I'm not. You can come up and be a counselor with them if you want. Right. And then right. both of you put your phones away.
0: Absolutely. You know? and, and that's something that I'm going to interject here, Dave. And this might offend some listeners, too, is that, you know, we've been doing camping ministry for 56 we just finished our 56th summer. right? And we, we, we vet our staff. We, we make sure that, that it's a safe place. Like that's one of our right. four pillars is to provide a safe place. And so part of even this phone issue that we're talking about in the summer is parents. Parents don't want their kid to go to camp without a phone. Please trust us. Allow your kid to be away. We're going to take care of them. They're going to experience God. They're going to have fun and they'll send them back and it'll be okay. You know, like you said, Dave, we're always looking for counselors and we'd love to partner with you. If you want to come up with your son or daughter and a bunch of their friends, there's no greater person to do it. Why? Because you are the one that is doing life with them. And so you could be a discipler in their life and camp can be a a diving board, a, a platform in which you can spring into opportunities then in the year round. We're always looking for ways to partner with churches and youth groups. Why? Because for us it doesn't make sense for a random kid to come to camp with a random counselor. Why? Because they experience something significant in their walk with God, and then who do they go home to that understands that? We don't know. And, yes, that is part of camp, but where that becomes more effective is if they can go home alongside of somebody that understands and can help that process further. And so be a part of that. I encourage you, you know, when it comes to summertime – I realize that might be mean time away from family might be using vacation time, but you know, as as a parent, um, that that has to sacrifice both. I, I I've been able to counsel my son the last two years, and there's been nothing more rewarding. Right? Why? Because it opens up even more opportunities for conversation, and and they see me as from a different side that somebody that can be silly and fun and go out there and, and throw whipped cream on my face when needed to be, you know, because why? that's that's part of what camp is, and they help see it from a different perspective.
1: Yeah. Not only that, you know, I, I, I also what happens here at camp, it used to be so different. And, again, I, I don't want to talk about walking to school through the snow, uphill both ways or anything, but it used to be where kids would come up for two to three weeks mm. at a time. Yeah. And camp had a very specific purpose. Yeah, and its purpose really was to teach young people that they can live independently, that they have to live among friends. They have to, uh, you know, when you put a, a, a young eight-year-old boy in a cabin with nine other boys that are eight years old, and they're used to living in a room all by themselves. Yeah, and they have mom and dad taking care of everything they need. Now all of a sudden they have to figure out how to do life with nine other boys their age, who are all as self-centered as they are.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's chaos at yeah, it,
1: it can be where there's some moments where they want to beat each other up. Yes. There there can be those moments. That's when we don't want a phone. Right. Because those moments can get blown totally out. And all of a sudden, we're getting a call from a mom or dad saying, you know, my son, all the people are picking on him. Let him go through the picking on. Let him go through it. We're aware of it. Yeah. You know, what we're going to do is we're going to try and help all the kids figure out how to get along together and not have mom or dad just step in and break it up right away. Yeah, They need to learn that. I, I mean, we learned that actually in Nicolay Bible Institute. Mm-hmm. They come up here. They have a roommate. They may never have had a roommate like that their whole life. It's not a family member. The expectations are different. And all of a sudden, their roommate snores like crazy. Oh, yeah. And they're saying, boy, I, I need to sleep. Well, you better figure out how to work this out. Mm -hmm. it's like well why don't you work it out for them because then they're missing the whole point of working it out yeah they need to learn that do we no longer in our culture value the idea of sending children to a place where they can learn to do some of these things without mom and dad making all the decisions for them they're they're healthier if we do yeah And, again, if mom and dad are concerned, we've just invited you. Come up with them. Mm -hmm. You can come up. There's places to volunteer. You can come up as a counselor. And and you're still going to see that they're going to be in a situation where they have to learn these things, and you're going to help other people learn them as well. Yeah. And so uh, our encouragement is let's get back to using camp as the most effective tool as possible. And if you send a child to camp next summer, I don't care what Christian camp it is, if you're sending them to a Christian camp next summer, Keep the phone at home.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That would be my recommendation. So when someone comes, we tell them, you know, learn something new about God. Mm-hmm. The phone stop that. Learn, uh, uh, you know, make a new friend. Yeah. The phone stop that. Learn something new, which which is again difficult at times because of the fact that if you don't know how to do something, you don't even know how to start it. Yeah. But it, if at a camp, if somebody's never shot a bow and arrow before, or they never really shot a BB gun before, or they never water tubed behind a boat before, we can give them that experience. Oh, yeah. And and they'll talk about it the rest of their lives because it's a new experience, and they can do it with their new friends and really keep the phone at home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Kind of and and it provides them the opportunity for them to, you know, figure it out, you know, yeah, and and have relationship and find people and have fun.
1: Yeah, and let's talk, too, about the, the other aspects. Okay, so not only are, is there the camping aspect, yeah. there's the high school kids who – uh, can come up here for one week to all summer and all volunteer. Summer? Yeah, one week to yeah. How things. valuable is that? You did that. I
0: did it. Yeah, I can't imagine. You know, partially, I I, I even mentioned to my wife after summer, I'm like, man, I'm like thinking of like high schoolers, like sure, I, like school ends and you have summer. I'm like, I can't imagine what I would do during the summer, all summer, if I didn't come to camp. Right. You know. And people are like, well, you can get a job. It's like, yeah, I get that. And there's a time and a space where, you know, and maybe people's philosophies are different where you need to work and, and get, earn, earn a pay. But to me, the, the the lessons that you can learn coming and serving, you know, if 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 you've never had an opportunity or if your son or daughter has never had an opportunity to be put in a context where they can just serve and learn how to die to themselves and, and help other people, this is the great place. I learned so much by serving here throughout high school. I mean, it was to the point where I, I would come as soon as I could and stay as long as I could before I had to go back to school. Why? Because I saw the value, I saw the, the way that it impacted me and the way that my life changed. Um, and I would never trade it for anything. Yeah. And so coming from somebody who said that, if I were to say that if you were to send your son or daughter here for a couple weeks, several weeks, maybe even the entire summer just to serve, and that the probability of them growing and changing and, and developing their walk with God, to me, that's invaluable. Right. You know, and I, I'm, I'm grateful for my parents who gave me the freedom to do that and didn't put the pressure on me to say, hey, actually, you need to stay home and, and you know, pay your, your car insurance bill during the summertime. Yeah. you know they they supported me they said as long as you're doing this and doing it well we'll support you in that yeah. and I'm very grateful for that you know
1: my parents and maybe this came from the pulpit because of the church we went to or whatever but yeah my parents and my dad was a pastor pretty much said you know Dave as long as you're out serving the Lord as long as you've decided you're going to do that we as your parents will support you
0: yeah. Yep. And
1: that, that was their mind frame. Yep. So we're not going to abandon you because you're choosing to go help people. Right. And mom and dad, if you're listening, what a valuable thing your kids need to hear from you. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go invest your life into something important, we're behind you on this. Absolutely. We're going to do what we need to do to help you financially and every other way. We're going to make sure that we, we help you do this because we want to be a part of it. Yeah. You're making a statement to your child at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and so... It's interesting how years ago, your parents, my parents, and other parents thought, I need to send my son or daughter to a camp like Silver Birch Ranch, and they're in high school, so they can learn to die to themselves, and they can learn to serve. And I don't know how many parents have come to me and uh, when their kids come home and say, you know, the stuff they did at camp, I'm hoping they do it at home now. Yeah. You know, it's like, At camp, they automatically picked up garbage. They did this. They did that at home. They hadn't done any of that. And some of them did. Yeah. And some went back to old habits. But the, the bottom line is camp is a place for learning no matter what age you are.
0: Yeah. And even as you're talking, I was thinking about the generation I grew up with. And a general observation I can honestly say is the ones that were my friends that actually did camp and volunteered, like I look at them as adults now later on in life and they still value and are pursuing and are growing in their walk with God. Right. And and I would say that those that didn't th- that I grew up with in my youth group, not that they didn't, but I would say there's more of a probability that they might have walked away, you know. And right. and this is just me thinking through as you're talking and so like even as a parent knowing that like the more that I can push my boys into opportunities where they can learn how to serve without any expectation, especially in a culture that is so me-focused, right. where the only time I'm going to do something is when there's something beneficial to me. Right. Uh, that's that's that's. If we can break that culture, man, we can change the world. Right. And that's that's the cool thing. And so, I encourage you. You know, whether you start out with a weekend sending your son or daughter to come and volunteer us, or even if you want to do it too. I mean, we take adult volunteers during Absolutely. the summertime. We have all the different areas, so you could choose what area you want to help out with, whether it's the dishroom. If you like horses, you can go help out the Wranglers at the barn, hang out at the canteen and serve snacks. Whatever it is, we have all the different areas for you to join us. You
1: can be an example. Absolutely. And and the the third group really is there's college individuals that come up throughout the summer. Yep. Some are Nicolay Bible Institute students and we supplement with more. Yeah. And again, this is our leadership team. So if, if somebody's in college, once again some people say, Well, how much money do they make? The money is not the relevant cause. Yep. And I mean that that's not why you go do this. There will be, if they're not part of Nicolay Bible, because they're here as, par- as part of their classroom, but if they come from the outside, there's the stipend they get at the end of summer. Yeah. Uh, but the bottom line, again, is we want people to be in an environment where they learn to serve, regardless of what age they're at. With, with, if they're children, they're coming to summer camps, and they're enjoying the, the summer camps, and, and high school kids can do that. And then high school kids can come and serve. They can be a part of our service team. College kids can come be a part of the service team. And those who are um, adults can come and be part of the service team. Whether it be a counselor, whether it be somebody who just comes up and helps on the dish crew, mm-hmm. you know, we ha- we have some adults that whenever we need help in the dish crew, uh, they come up and they help us. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and that's amazing because they're examples to all the generations of what it looks like to serve. Yeah. So I encourage you go take a look at SilverbirchRanch.org and and see if you can be a part of what we're doing. And if you're not going to come up and be a part of it, pray for us because uh, we do have some decisions to make on some of these goofy things like phones oh, totally. and uh, trying to help people understand they can live without them in order to grow.
0: Yeah, and those serving opportunities aren't just during, strictly during the summer. We look for them year-round. We look for dish crews and people to help. I, I mean, even on our social media, we just put out a need uh, for a, a weekend from now we're looking for a group we had a group back out we're looking for another group of whether it's families men women whoever it is whoever you want it to be to come and help us by doing dishes and so there's practical ways that even you can join us and do it unfortunately we're running out of time on our conversation today i encourage you to head over to silvertranch.org check out all the opportunities that you have to plug in here but also to to the previous episodes but for now this is jason dave on younger and older take care see you next time Bye bye